Welcome, victims, to the Horrorgasm Podcast. Kill the lights, lock the doors, get comfy, and prepare for the sexiest and scariest podcast around. I'm Nick, and with me is, is my co-host, Allie. Hello! Hiya! Hiya, hiya! Different opening there. Ooh! Fun. Yeah, it's like we're growing and evolving. Ooh, we're Pokemon. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> hey, I'm not Pokemon. Do you remember that? Yes. I was like, ugh. I follow this guy on TikTok who, like, takes you through his whole thing is, like, fever dreams. We've talked about this before off air. And uh, <laughs> it makes me think of all that stuff that you watch as kids. like the, And that's one of the ones is, like, what's that Pokemon? <laughs> it's Pikachu! Pikachu! It's, like, like, just so ridiculous. And I would, like, wait for that. Or when they used to sing, like, the songs in between. Oh, the ending, um, poker rap. Yes, that's the one. That's yeah. the one. And I, we could get like a little bit of it, and we just felt like we were like fucking Eminem, <laughs> you know, like rapping to this Pokemon rap. Oh my god, it's so embarrassing now when I think about it. Oh, it was crazy. But I was at, like, a, an adult party, I guess. I don't know. A party, like, not a party. Oh, my God. I'm so old. A, a social hanging with people that are over the age of 30. And all of them had kids, except, like, me, basically. And one of the parents made a joke about Paw Patrol, and everybody laughed. It's like, <laughs> just like that character on Paw Patrol, like that fucking guy. And they're like, oh, oh, oh killing themselves laughing. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> guess I need to brush up on my Paw Patrol <laughs> to be around the married crowd now. Like, is that where my life's at? <laughs> I've never watched. I don't know. What no. Paw, I'm not a Paw Patrol guy. No. Nope. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's like a new-ish kind of show I think like right it's not that, I think I was at least 10 years old is it actually I think so oh my god but, but this isn't a Paw Patrol podcast <laughs> what we don't talk about kids movies here <laughs> no I don't believe you <laughs> no we are the Horrorgasm podcast we're talking about horror movies and everything horror related right uh, we'll start off though with a, a sad note mm-hmm. um, a couple days ago I feel what day it was last week. Sir Ian Holm passed away. Yeah. He was Ash on Alien. He was Bilbo Baggins on Lord of the Rings. Um, he was the priest on Fifth Element. Yes. Yes, yes. he was. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best actors out there. He was just fun to watch. Such a professional. Very much. Such a professional, yeah. Yeah, I was so sad. And it's one of those names that you know right away when you hear it. Yeah. And he got knighted. That's not a small feat. Right? That's huge. Yeah. And he was like, wasn't he like 80-something? Like 82? 88. 88. Oh, my God. That's an achievement. Good for him. Ugh. He had an amazing career. Yes. Well, sad that he has passed. We can always go back and watch his masterpiece works of just art and yes. theater and all that. So he's... Gone, but he'll never be forgotten. Exactly. Never. Yes. Yeah, he was. He was too good of an actor to be forgotten, and in so many big movies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Womp womp. Yeah. Boo. 
kind of ties into the movie we watched today, uh, Poltergeist. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this is a good movie. It was a good movie. I um, I watched it. I think I've talked about it before. I watched it a couple months ago, probably in January, February of 2020, and um. Just because I, I subscribed to a channel on Amazon Prime that happened to have it streaming. So I decided, oh, why not watch it? We hadn't added it to our watching list at this point. And I watched it and was like, yeah, that was good. I find it a little slow in areas, but overall, it's such a good movie. It is. Yeah, especially for 1982. Like, it is, the, like, the effects are fab yeah. and lots of practical effects and the, um, non-practical, I guess, effects that they use really age quite well. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, like, for, like, the, uh, the, the visually ill ghost parts. Yes. Those are just dolls, like, um, mannequins and stuff. It looks incredible. Yes. Uh, and I can, I can, watching this again, I can feel it's, like, the blueprint for every other haunting movie following. Absolutely. Um, like, uh, like, the Conjuring. Mm. Those are good gets, movies. Gets haunted. They call in a professional. Yes. And they, they clean the house. Mm -hmm. um, another one is the paranormal activity. Right. People in the home, at nighttime, they get things happening. Yes. And at first, they think it's fun. And then it stops being fun when shit gets yes. weird. And they set up the cameras and everything and yeah. try to catch. Yeah. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think that those, um, it, it's such a good blueprint because there's so many different um, elements to this movie sort of and so many different things that happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's like gross and it's like with the meat scenes and like when they pull the rope back and forth and there's just like goo dripping off of stuff and it's creepy with like the beings and when they catch stuff on camera it's like all these different ghosts and like the little girl like as soon as you throw kids in it's usually creepy yeah it's just there's so many cool elements and like the beginning it, you almost forget that you're watching a horror movie in the beginning because it's just you know two weird parents hanging out getting you know high. getting high talking about swimming pools and you know, the kids are having a nightmare, so it's like, no big deal. You know, bring them into their room. And, yeah. It's, uh, it's like, oh, you know, a cute little, almost a National Lampoon-y sort of yeah. movie. Until, yeah, you get, then the next night, you really get into the meat and potatoes of it. And it's like, oh, right. Scary. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, like, it starts off to, like, the, the wife is more, she kind of sees it first, her and, uh, yes. and the daughter. And she's, really, like, all day experimenting and kind of figuring out how this works. Yes. Like with the chair, puts the chair on the floor. She has this floor all in the kitchen, all um, mapped out. Yes. Put the chair here and it slides to here. Put the daughter on the floor here and she slides the other yes. side. Um, and, and she has a kind of like a youthful kind of wonderment of this, thinking it's, it's really fun, it's cool. Yes. Until, yeah, things kind of go south. Um, yeah, it seems to want to focus on the kids. For sure. The daughter and the son. Yes. The, the teenage gets kind of skipped over. Yeah, she's she's also very in and out of the movie. Like, I, I don't know. I honestly would have just cut her out of the movie. I don't think she adds anything. 
but I think just the, the, the scared presence that she has. Yeah. Um, people, well, not people, uh, read the trivia, they uh, noticed when they mentioned the age of the mom, she's like 32 in this movie. Yeah. Uh, the daughter's 16, so right. she was 16 when she had her. And I was like, no, no, I guess the, the dad, this is his like, second marriage. Right. So the daughter is his daughter, but the mom's just stepped up. From different marriage or a different relationship, she's she's his. So, All right, makes sense. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. I'm like, I? yeah, I know people who are 16 who had babies. That's not that weird. <laughs> um, yeah, it's I don't know. I just I think you could have cut data completely out of the movie, and it wouldn't have changed much, really. Like other than you said, like the like the reactions and whatnot. But I don't think that that added anything extra. No, it's more family dynamic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It just like it doesn't go anywhere. Almost. You know what I mean? Like if, if you're gonna throw a family member in there, I kind of want it to go somewhere. You know, like the like Robbie. The guy's got the creepy clown thing going on, and like Carol Ann has her whole whole or her whole bag of problems that like she's dealing with, yeah. like a lot. And then Dana, like nobody really cares about. Her. Like she's barely she's- in the movie. By horror movie rules and etiquette, she's the smart one. Right. She goes south, she gets the fuck out of there. She goes to her friend's house and she's safe. Yes. Doesn't follow like her. And she just leaves, yeah. yeah. And no one does that. Like, they, like even in this movie, they, they didn't listen. They, they stayed right. in the house. They didn't go anywhere else. They stuck to the house. And they kind of just get used to it. Yeah. Like, come on. And get used to the, the happenings that go on. Like, where then when they bring in... That's why I wonder how long it was between, like, when this all started happening to when they called the... It seemed like it was a total of, I think, four or five days. Yeah. Because they seem to, like, have figured out how stuff is happening, when it's happening. Kind of. Maybe a little longer. Because when the main character, his uh, he's talking to his boss. Yes. They can't mention he'd been gone for a while. Exactly, yeah. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah, and when they talk about Carol Ann being, like, not in school, it's like, oh, she must have the flu like you, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. We all got it. Sure. Yeah, the whole family's got the same thing. <laughs> no, it's like, this yeah. Is before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, social distance, Steve. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good the second time around, too, kind of knowing what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, but again, even that, I just find it drags in parts. It's just, but you, like, feel the three acts, like, happening. And when I start to, like, like, and I totally understand why they did the whole, but, like, having the first crew come in and then having uh, Tajina come in or whatever her name was. And then everything is fine. And then having to go back, it's just like, it feels like it's a lot. Like, I don't know. I get that. Yeah, right? Um, Like, and I enjoyed it. It's just, I don't know, it just feels like it's, there's parts where it's like, oh, I want to slice that, kind of. I also like how you can tell it's a period of peace. Like, you can tell it's in the 80s. Yes. Star Wars everywhere in the kids' room. Yes. That's awesome. Like a kid. (laughs) There's an alien poster. Yep. On there, there's a star. There's a thing, three Star Wars posters. Like, there's an Atari 2600 in the TV. Yeah. Um, 
the clothes, the vehicles. They're trying mm-hmm. to watch football. Yes. That's kind of funny seeing one of the, the, this one of their friends trying to watch the big game. They probably got some big bets going. Yeah. He's got a like eighteen pack, twenty four pack, like not in a box, but just on a cardboard thing. He's kind of it's all kind of he's together. biking over. Yeah. Yeah. And he drops and just fizzes Oh. Uh, but it's and it's like the TVs, the clicker. Yeah. Like not like we have. It was actual click, click, like of like three buttons. Yeah. So I, I I love those kind of movies where I know because I lived it. Yeah. But then someone nowadays, like some young kid, watches would be like, "What's that? Mm-hmm. What, what's that? Yeah. Yeah. Where's their cell phone? It's like why don't they use a cell phone? What's that big?" TV recorder, you know, it, it's... Exactly. It, it's kind of funny watching that. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't think sort of all the luxuries that we have now, there were, you know, not always there, especially if you're a kid, yeah. Like, they'll never know, you know, cassettes and yeah. VHS and, you know, even DVDs, I think, are eventually going to go the way of digital and whatnot. And it's just, it's crazy. But... Yeah, it's even hard to find DVDs. Like, not hard, but, like, they're not as much. Like, you, almost everything is going to be Blu-ray. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, I didn't even think about it. We we have a cabin, and I bought up a ton of movies, and I just popped one in, and it wouldn't play, and I was like, what? And I was like, oh, because this is a DVD player, and I own almost primarily Blu-rays at this point. Yeah. Like, other than some older Disney movies, but... I just double up. Yeah. That's... Yeah. <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. Or if I don't have it, I try and get Blu-ray. Exactly. I found that lots of special editions are Blu-ray only. So, like, all the special editions I have are Blu-ray, but then I have, like, some throwaway copy I got on Amazon or at Walmart or something for, like, three or four bucks that I got anyways, <laughs> just to have. But... That's fine. No. It is what it is. It is. Yeah. The fashion I didn't find in this one was, like, super crazy. Like, the mom, I think, was the biggest giveaway. But, um, I don't know. Steve could have, like, honestly stepped into 2020 and been almost fine, I think. (laughs) He didn't wear anything super crazy. It was just jeans and sweaters, mostly. But, because that's usually the first giveaway is the hairstyle and the clothing. I'll just say the hair. Yes. The hair is very, very 80s. Yes. All poofy and... Yes. Yeah. Oh, so many blowouts. So many bangs. Yeah. Why was the 80s all bangs? Like, so oh my like, gosh. Great <laughs> so good. Oh, well, should we... We're already talking about... Should we get into Poltergeist? I think Talking Chop's done. Let's get into Poltergeist. So this week we watched, obviously, Poltergeist. It's a 1982 movie, and it was directed by Toby Hooper, and it was written by Steven Spielberg, Michael Grays, Mark Victor, and the story was by Steven Spielberg. Okay, interesting. He's got such a crazy mind. Yeah. He's he's one of the all-time great writers, directors. He's, yeah. He's always right. Been, he always delivers. Yes. 
this, Jaws, um, which is kind of referenced in this. Two Steven Spielberg movies in a row yeah. for us. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a good one. It's um it it feels like a bigger budget movie. I don't think it was, but it feels like it was a like a blockbuster, I guess kind of. Even for the 80s. You can just it it's got that feel that it was like, you know, like thought about. It, it, they they spent just almost 11 million. Jesus. Walked away with 162 million. Oh my god. Million. It was a huge success. Yeah. Huge yes. success. It's one of those movies that everybody in the horror community has kind of seen and knows yeah. about. Like, I think it's one of the bigger horror movies. And I think it's um, partly to do with the movie and partly to do with, like, all the controversies that surrounded the movie. I think that that also almost made it infamous. Yes. Even if you haven't heard of it, you know about it. Yes. Well, let's talk about that a bit. Let's talk about sure. the... Uh, the curse of the Poltergeist curse. Because um, after this movie, right, actually during filming, some of the actors had some weird things happen at home. Yes. Um, the the woman who played um, the, what's her name? Zelda, she played yes. these, uh, it's a short person. Tangina or whatever, yes. yeah. Uh, she uh, kind of permanent, she, she's already a medium. Yes. In real life. She's yes. a medium. And she could kind of, she knew when her dog passed away. Oh. Yeah. She knew, she's like, oh, my dog, I think your dog passed away. And got a call like, right after from her home saying, yep, they're just saying, oh, your dog passed away. Jeez. Uh, the main kid's uh, wife, Drew Beth Williams, I think that was, I think that's who it is. Um, she would, when she comes to, came back after the shoot. All her picture frames that she straightened were crooked. Oh my god. Yeah. Weird. And uh, the actress who played, well, both actresses who played... Uh, Dana and Carolina. Yeah. So Heather O'Rourke and Dominique Dunn, they mm -hmm. both died after, well, not after this one, but Dominique Dunn, she passed, she was killed. Yes. After, well, this year... Is that the, the girl who played Dana? Yes. Yeah, didn't her boyfriend kill her? Yes. Yes. She had like an argument. He was trying to reconcile. She said no. And he basically strangled her until she was brain dead. Ooh. And yeah, that's terrible. And then after the third one, I think 1988, mm -hmm. Heather O'Rourke, who plays Carol Ann, she yeah. passed away due to complications with uh, like a misdiagnosis, misdiagnosis yeah. of um, some disease or something. Ugh. Like she had like like a blockage in her stomach. Yeah. And she died of septic shock. Ooh. Which is sad. Yeah. So Yeesh. Just, Both so young. This is just, uh, yeah. It's one of those, like, cursed movies, I know. This one, and I think The Exorcist is another one that they always mention was cursed. But, um, like, it's crazy. Yeah. That stuff that happens, you know? And there's no way to explain it. Nope. So, Nick, how did you, uh, how did you hear about this movie? We already kind of talked about how I heard about it. So yeah. how did you hear about it? I, I just grew up knowing about Again, this is something I grew up knowing. Right. Um, I remember, when, again, this is, this is kind of saying the same thing over. Yeah. Looking at the horror movies in the rental store, I'd go through, flipping through, and like, Poltergeist, to see the little picture of the girl. Yes. Just sitting there with the phone to her head. Ah, the second one. 
I was going to say the first one is her with her hands on the television. Yes, that's the first the other picture. Yeah. The second one has her with the, the phone saying you're back. Yes. But the first one has the tagline, they're here. Yes. And that was a great tagline. Yes. Who's they? Um, and they came, you know, they count. My first question was there were things that came through the TV. Okay. And I'm like, okay, this looks scary. I'm not going to watch it. Um, nowadays, I'm like, ooh, I love this. This is a yes, good movie. This is yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I never watched, I never got to watch it until it was on TV, on TBS. Interesting. Um, Do they have to cut much out to have it on? I think, I think they had a little bit. Okay. Nothing too severe, but yeah. I think language was cut and... Is there much language? Because I'm trying to think, like, what would they cut? Probably a few shits. No, is that yeah, yeah. And maybe the guy, the face scene, where he's ripping his face off. That I can feel like would be a cut. They might, yeah, they might have cut that down a bit. Too. Yeah, yeah. That was, a, that was probably the, all the effects. That was probably the worst one they did. That was not bad. Yeah. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm sure I, I don't remember what they cut. For, sure. For the whole TV content. But, mm-hmm. uh, I love watching, when I used to watch movies on, like, those kind of shows like TBS and whatever, A&E even, and uh, Movie Time was another one, and um, they'd be like, instead of fuck, it would be like, I don't even know, they'd be like, um, oh. Shoot. Yeah, yeah, shit was always shoot, but fuck was, oh, what was it? It was so funny. It was so ridiculous, and it was almost like a grunt sometimes, too. They'd be like, ugh. It's or like, just, mm, just, I don't think they said that. Or they put just a, a blank. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I liked when they dubbed over with different words, though. It's like, that's not right. <laughs> Another one is like Team America. <laughs> I remember I watched it. I think it was on Netflix. And they cut out the whole, like, like there's whole sections. I always, I love that movie. <laughs> and <laughs> there's like... But I always watch the extended version, so then when I watch the Netflix version, I'm like, this is so PG. Because yeah. <laughs> you miss all, like, the really gross, ridiculous, raunchy stuff that makes it so good, you know? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I like that. It's a funny movie. That's... Right? So silly. Yeah. Like, oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I guess we should probably get into the characters here. We've already talked about some of them and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, characters up here. Boop, boop. So we have, starring Craig T. Nelson as Steve Freeling. Love him. Uh, Joe Beth Williams plays Diane Freeling. Mm-hmm. Beatrice Strait plays Dr. Lesh. Uh, Dominique Dunn plays Dana Freeling. Mm-hmm. Oliver Robbins plays Robbie Freeling. Uh, Heather Rook plays Carol Ann Freeling. Uh, Martin Casella plays Marty. Mm-hmm. Richard Lawson plays Ryan. Mm-hmm. And Zelda Rubinstein plays uh, Tangina. Yes. Tangina. Tangina. That's a good name. But, like, her real name's Zelda, so I feel like they're both good names. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was good, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about it. I'm ready to do the movie review. Let's, yeah, let's Yay! get right into this. Right into it. It's so good, yeah. So it starts off, we have uh, Steve and Diane Freeling live a quiet life in Orange County, California. Yes. Uh, feels It feels very California. Oh, very. Yeah. It's in a planned community called Suesta Verde, 
Yep. Where Steve is a successful real estate developer. Mm-hmm. And Diane looks after their children. Yes. She's a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we see Caroline waking up one night to, like, the TV going. Yes. Um, Steve, he's kind of passed out, just falsely watching TV. And it's all yes. just the uh, American anthem. Yep. This is just, they just fall asleep watching TV and it just goes, it just goes to fuzz after a while. Yeah, but it's playing the, uh, like, the, the, I know Canada did that too, uh, like YTV after a certain, sure. like, some time at night, it would um, play the Canadian anthem. Interesting. And go to fuzz. Huh. Yeah, I remember that because I would sneak out and watch TV, like I'd watch Doctor Who or something and just go into fuzz after the Canadian anthem. Interesting. Um. So, uh, yeah, so the team's just displaying static, pulling a sign off. Um, and you can see that she starts talking. Caroline starts talking to This is TV. so creepy. It's so, it's, it's like, I don't know how they directed her to do this, because it's like she's having a conversation. She just goes, no, yeah. no, I don't know, I don't know. And, and everyone kind of wakes up and like, you okay, sweetie? Like, yep. Yeah. They're here. Yes. Don't yeah. that second time. Yes. And the next night, same thing happens again where uh, there's a big storm and uh, the, the kid are trying to fall asleep. They can't. Yes. Uh, because of the storm. Especially Robbie. He's having a hard time. Yeah, Robbie seems to be scared of storms. A little bit. Yeah. And he goes to sleep with his hat on, which is weird. That really bugged me. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the dad, yeah, the dad tells him, you know, just count uh, the Mississippi's between the lightning flash and the thunder. Yeah, same thing we all do as kids. <laughs> and he ends up they're in bed because it's loud and scary. Yes, yeah. And Too much. Again. And Caroline gets up and she goes to TV and she talks a bit and a white hand emerges out of it. And kind, yes. of, kind of grabs at her and then the whole room shakes like a big earthquake. Yes. And they all wake up and like, what's going on? And Caroline says they're here. Yes, but just such an iconic line. It is. It really, really is. And it's such a simple description that they're here. Yes. And when she says it, it's yes. awesome. So, so next day, you know, some bizarre events occur. Uh, drinking a glass of milk breaks all of a sudden. Uh, Silverware bends and furniture moves on its own accord. And that's almost classic. Right. Where chairs the old age. The mom puts the chairs on the table. Yes. These room come back, chairs are out. And that happens in The Conjuring 2? Pretty sure it's The Conjuring 2. And uh, Paranormal Activity. That's one of the ones. That is it? I'm, I'm sure it is. Okay. Um, and then, like, they do the, She has her daughter, you know, puts on the counter, she turns around, comes back. Chairs are now all stacked up. In yes. Yes. Like a pyramid almost. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. She shows her husband, and he's like, "Holy crap! Let's just keep yes. this on down low." Yeah, don't tell in, like, don't tell Dana and Robbie. Like, Caroline saw it, so she yeah. already knows. But so the phenomenon seems benign at first, but quickly becomes uh, more intense. Yes. Uh, but at night, a gnarled backyard tree comes alive and grabs Robbie through the bedroom window. That is so creepy. And pulls him right through and tries to eat him. Yes, uh, with his big goopy yucky mouth. Yeah. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> and uh, while Steve rescues Robbie, Caroline is sucked into a portal that appears in her closet. Yeah. Uh, the Freelings realize something supernatural has occurred when they hear her voice emanating from the television set that is tuned to an empty channel. So it's back to fights. Right. And again, I love the scene when 
like this is damn good acting. Yes. Where Robbie is in front of the TV, you can hear Caroline speaking. Yes. And he's just terrified. Like, yes. His look is scared. His speech is scared. He is like almost your know, PTSD type because he's Well for so, sure. He just go but he just about got swallowed by a tree. Yeah. And now his sister, who they seem like they're like best friends, is gone and like got sucked into their closet. Ugh. And, yeah. and the uh, <laughs> the poor older sister, she doesn't know what to think. She's no. freaking out and Yeah, she's losing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh they get a, a group of parapsychologists to help. Yes. Um Dr. Lesh, Ryan and Mark. Yes. They come to the feeling house to investigate. Uh, they determine that the feelings are experiencing a poltergeist intrusion. Yes. Which makes sense. Like, they go through if it's a haunting or if it's a poltergeist and the differences between them. And well, We do find out it is actually a haunting. Yes. It is a haunting, but they don't find out until after. Right. Uh, they discover that the disturbances involving more than just one ghost. Yes. Uh, Steve also finds out in exchange with his boss, Louis T- Tegu to Lewis. Yes. Uh, that Suesta uh, Verde is built where Century was once located. This yes. is big. This is important. Yes. Because um, uh, we feel like he's a big, he's a big time real, real estate investor. Yes. And they didn't even tell him that. No. Nope. No, because he takes him to like a mountainside sort of, not a mountain, but like a hillside. He's like, oh, you know, all this could be, everything the light touches, you know, yeah, like, all this could be yours, imagine, yeah. Imagine waking up and walking out and like, this is your view. Like, yeah. It's nice. And he turns around and sees this huge cemetery. Like, yeah. What about this? Oh, we're on the land. We'll, we'll move it. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just dig them up and move it. Yeah. You know, it's, it'll just be five minutes down the road. No one cares. And he's like, you know, nobody's made a stink about it until right now. And he's like, well, you know, and. He just starts thinking, and he's like, okay, yeah. interesting. Because he said, oh, yeah, you know, we did. We've done it before, right? Where you are. Like, you know, it was not a big deal. So you're like, huh. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a really uh, cool, well, cool slash gross scene here when uh, they're doing, like, they have the cameras all set up at the house. And yes. Everything's all set to go. Um, and uh, Marty goes to grab something to eat. And he gets like a stake out and it starts kind of inching along the uh, counter. Yes. And it starts to like come apart. Yeah. And he looks at his his, uh, his little drumstick he's eating, it drops full of maggots. He's all grossed out. He goes to kind of throw up. Throw and, up yeah. and wash his mouth out. Yeah. And he looks in the mirror and he's like, his face looks weird. So he kind of starts pulling out it and then switches to the prosthetic. I don't know. Kind of like, uh, yeah. Hair. Yes. And uh, he starts pulling his skin, the flesh off, and his bone. And yes. And it's a cool effect. It looks a little goofy. Yeah, it, these days it, it looks not great. Once he starts pulling his, like, skin off, it looks better. But just the face that they have when it starts, it's like, oh, that's yeah, like a bad way, wax. The way it, <laughs> his hands are. Yes. The way his, you can tell it's Yeah, for sure. I wish to do a little more adjusting with that, but. Yes, yeah. that's, that's just me being. Or you know, giving Tom Savini a call yeah. and like. <laughs> yeah. But so there you he, go. He, yeah, so he runs into the room to tell his other buddy. Yes. That uh, you know shit's going down. Mm-hmm. And they uh, they catch all these this light and ghosts kind of coming down the stairs. Yes. And then um, a bunch of like 
stuff falls from the ceiling for a portal. Yeah. And it's like watches yeah. and coins and brooches. Yeah, and just a bunch can, of random stuff. Yeah, and they, they, the parents are like, this is bad. Let's get the kids out. Yes. So, so Dana and Robbie are sent away for their own safety. And yes, the dog. right. Aw, poor E-Buzz. E-Buzz. Yeah, Lesh and Ryan call in Tangina Barrows. Yes. A spiritual medium. And she's the bomb. She yeah. has the best voice. I, I swear she was in Ernest Saves Christmas as one of the elves, but I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, Tangina states that the ghosts inhabiting the house are lingering in a different sphere of consciousness and are not at rest. Right. Attracted to Caroline's life force, these spirits are distracted from the real light that has come for them. Mm -hmm. go towards the light. Right. Uh, Tangina then adds that there is also a dark presence she refers to as the Beast, mm -hmm. who has Caroline under restraint in an effort to use her life force to prevent other spirits from crossing over. Right. So he's the bad guy. He's the one who's kind of not behind this, but he's the one who's influencing these events to really yes. manifest. Yes. Uh, the event, the, event, the assembled group discovers that the entrance to the other dimension is through the children's bedroom closet. Yes. Well, the exit is through the living room ceiling. Right. And they don't, they, they, after this is going on, they lock the bedroom. They don't go in there. No. Uh, the mom tries to, you know, she kind of knocks on the door and says, Caroline, Caroline, opens the door and says, shriek. Yes. A scream, like a blood curling scream comes out. She slams it and just cries. Mm-hmm. Um, so they decide, let's, we got to get her out. Yes. As a group attempts to rescue Caroline, Diane passes through the entrance Tied by a rope that has been threaded through both portals. Yes, yeah. So they can't get lost. Right. Just follow the rope and you're back, you're back home. Exactly. Uh, Diane manages to retrieve Caroline and they both drop to the floor from the ceiling. Yes. Unconscious and covered in ectoplasmic residue. As they recover, Tangina proclaims afterwards that the house is now clean. Mm hmm. Uh, one of the cool effects here is when um, Steve is going towards, you know, the, after she goes in, mm -hmm. he goes and he yells because Tenji's giving mixed signals. He says, yes. so go towards the light, and then nope, nope, don't, and then yeah. do again. And yes. he's getting pissed off. And this huge face appears. Yeah. Very grotesque, very scary, and kind of scares him back. Yes. Which, again, it's, it's kind of the first viewing of the beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the guy in the living room pulls Diane and Carol Ann through. Yeah. And... Yay! They're it's unconscious, but they're safe. And kind of clean them off in there. They're alive. Yes. Yep. Carol Ann can't remember fuck all. And Diane's got some cool, like, gray streaks yes. in her hair now. Which I love that effect. Yeah. That, um, if you get so scared, your hair will turn gray. Yeah. That was done in Evil Dead. It was yep. done in uh, Constantine. Yes. Um, it's just a, a cool effect. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And so then we uh, immediately move forward to, uh, it must be a couple days later, they are packing up the house. Yes. They're done with that house. They're not doing anything with it anymore. Yeah, no kidding. And so they, um, they've got a moving van. They're hauling their stuff out. And um, then uh, we see that Robbie and Dana and Carol Ann are back. Yeah. And... Then we go to nighttime. They're done yep. packing. Steve's, Steve's yeah, he's, he's going to go back to work. Yeah. Done. So 
Yeah, leaving Diane, Robert yep. and Caroline alone in the house. Yes. Uh, Diane, she's like, I need to fix my hair. Because, yeah. eh, I'm, I'm 32 and little... I don't want gray hair yet. <laughs> um, we have uh, Robbie and Carol. They're kind of taking themselves in the bed. Yeah. And Diane hops in the top. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of hinted at earlier in the movie. There's this creepy little clown doll. Yes. It's, it's huge. It's a big, scary thing. Um, and Rob doesn't like it. Why doesn't he just toss it? I don't know. But, yeah. And um, it, like, watches him sleep. <laughs> yeah. For once, he was kind of up with uh, Carol Ass. Yes. But it's it's on the chariot. It's kind of facing him. And uh, he's sleeping. He wakes up. Here's a sound. Yeah. And he looks back, and the clown's gone. Yes. He looks over one bit of the bed. Nope. Looks on the other. Kind of looks under the bed. Nope. And as he pokes up, right behind him. And yes. Him. He starts to choke him. Yeah, and like wraps its weird colored arms all over his neck and like, ugh. Yeah. And. Him the bed. Yes. Uh, this was spoofed perfectly in uh, Scary Movie 2. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, Caroline sees it. She starts screaming. Rob's yep. screaming. Uh, Diane, she's kind of uh, in the bedroom. Yeah. And uh, she hears him and she tries to get up to see what's going on. Yes. And she gets assaulted. Yes. Uh, like her shirt's getting pulled up. She's getting kind of, it's almost like a sexual assault. Right. By just her movements. It's it's really quick, this part, like where they're trying to pull her shirt up. They only try to do it like a couple times. Just once or twice. Yeah. Like, you don't and, see, see stuff. You don't yes. see anything. And There's then she. But that's it. Yes. And then she starts getting pulled up and around the walls. Up the wall to yeah. the ceiling, down the other side. Yes. Um, Robbie is, he's fighting off this <coughs> stupid clown as best yes. he can. He's just tearing to pieces. Yeah, and uh, he's saying, I he, hate you, I hate you. Yes, and you're not real. He screams like, you're yes. not real, you're not real. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. Ripping the stuffing out of it. And, and we see the, the cloth again kind of starts to glow and um, these uh, um, ectoplasm, I guess, yeah. tentacles are coming out of the walls, mm -hmm. out of the, the, the door. And um, Diane, she tries to get in there, but she gets kind of knocked away. And there's this big monster thing guarding the, the, the door the of the kids' room. Yeah, the yeah. And again, I love this effect. It's a yes. good uh, puppet, you know, they used for the effect. Looks amazing. It's almost like a scorpion mixed with like a weird sort of a head. I wouldn't say scorpion. It's just a, like it's just a very bony. Thing. It's got like weird leggy things, though, like pointy leggy things. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's it's got like just bones. For, yes. Like, right. Legs, you know, like just a little bit of a waist. Yeah. Um, it's mostly just it's mostly arms and a big hairy head. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's super creepy. Mm -hmm. And uh, Diane, she tries going outside looking for help, falls into the uh, pool. Yes. And then we get one of the more interesting effects. Um, yes. They thought. Basically, corpses, right from from the uh, cemetery, sort mm -hmm. of popping up. Yes. Uh, and when they filmed this, they thought it'd be cheaper. Instead of using fake corpses, they use real skeleton corpses. Mm -hmm. They did not tell her until after. But so I don't know how many of them, maybe all, but those were actually really dead people, but corpses. So gross. Oof. And so unsanitary, especially when you're floating in water. Yep. Like, ugh. Yep. 
That's so not so good. These all pop it up, and the neighbors show up. Yeah. They're going to help her out with the pool being dug. Right. And uh, they see the window, like there's this light, lights going on. She runs back in. Um, no, she tries rescuing, but she can't. So right. she's being kind of by these slips of force. Mm-hmm. The force of these, these ghosts. Yes. And uh, Steve shows up, and he's like, oh, no, what's, what's going on now? Mm-hmm. So he's trying to get to them. Um, she gets the kids out. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a whole um, wind tunnel kind of suction. Trying to suck the yeah. kids back and in this, the closet. And this time, like, the closet looks weird. It's all yes. kind of fleshy and gross looking. There's this one tentacle trying to grab him. Mm-hmm. Uh, she pulls in all the room and runs to the front door. Yes. But, uh, nope, there's more skeletons and coffins popping up, which is spooky. And, yes. And, and, like, they just shove themselves out of the ground. Like, wherever they're running, there's coffins just popping up and corpses flopping out. Yeah. Like, it's it's so gross. Yeah. Steve uh, confirms Teague about realizing that rather than, develop, or rather than relocating the cemetery, he just had the tombstones moved yes. and the left behind. Yes. That's what's happening. This yes. They, they took the headstones, but the bodies that were buried were kept there, misty, mm-hmm. were disturbed. Yes, exactly. This, exactly. This ground became unholy because of the whole situation. Exactly. So they're being haunted by all these different yeah. spirits, basically. Yes. So the feelings they flee Castaverna, and again, mm-hmm. and, and this is a great effect. Is I don't know, effect a good scene where the. The oldest daughter shows up with her boyfriend or yes. friend in uh, Am, and she's screaming, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Yes. And um, they're like, get the fuck in the car. Let's yes. get out of here. And they do. They, they basically, they leave. They, they take off. Exactly. But as we leave, everyone, like the neighbors are coming and watching. The house is just imploding itself. It's almost like it's eating itself. Being sucked yes. Into the Ugh. It's just, it's all smart. It's just the glory light. Yep. And um, we then see the uh, feelings. They check into a motel. Yep. And Steve rolls the TV out. Yes. Fuck that noise. No more TVs ever. Nope. <laughs> and the end. Yeah. That's how this lovely, great movie ends. Yes. With some haunted burial grounds and some lying and some, some child scares and yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a crazy movie. It's yeah, it, it is such a good movie for its time, and I feel like I agree with you. It almost um, started to kick off the haunting movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a blueprint. You get uh, weird events, something yes. happening. They seem benign, they seem nice at first, and then they turn sinister. And yes, more evil motive behind them, and then they gotta get someone to help them. Mm-hmm. It's, I haven't seen anything, like, different yet. Yes. And you see, like, the paranormal people trying to help them, and... They're just the able to do it. Exactly. They've never had to deal with anything like this before. Like, yeah, it's nuts. But it's, I don't know, yeah, it was a good movie. Like I said, I, I felt like it dragged a bit in some of the acts, but, like, the acting was so good. Yes, the effects really were good. really good. The kids actually were scared. Like yes. They, um, Caroline was, she was good. Yeah. But she could have played a little more terrifying. Like yeah. She was very kind of blah about it. Yeah. I think the 
I think the best part that she's in is when she's not even there. She's just like a corporeal being in the house. Yeah, she's like, mommy, mommy, I, I see a light and all that. And it's like, that's, I think, where she shines yes. is when she's just a voice in the house. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The music in this, again, is really, really good. Very mood setting. Fabulous. The lighting in this is amazing. Lots of strobe lights, though. So, like, be careful if you have any sort of, like, like seizure warning and stuff. Like, it is, there is a lot of strobe lights multiple times for long periods of time. But the lighting, I just find, in this movie is so well done. Like, it's, the lighting is something that really stands out. Like, even when Steve gets home, and there's a different lights in the house, sort of. And the, the colors, yeah. like, almost signify different things. Like, it's it's so cool. Yeah. Really, really well done with the lighting. The, the effects are fantastic. Yes. Uh, when they try and go into, like, the, uh, the test in the portal. Yes. They got these tennis balls, which written by, you know, one signature from the, uh, the one yes. helper. And they throw it through, and it drops through. It's all kind of goo with ectoplasm. It's like, yeah, it's, it's through. It's worked. So... Yes. She throws another one, and then that's one scene funny. They're like, they're tying, uh, they're planning to have, um... Diane. Well, Diane's like, oh, yeah, Tangina was yeah, initially yeah, going to. No, no, they're the mother. They don't know you. They don't listen to me. She's like, you're right. You <laughs> yeah, you go. <laughs> oh, that was a good little comedy scene. Yes, yes. It does have humor and moments like this, and, like, moments of realism, almost, where, like, you know, they're the, when the paranormal um, investigators first get there and they're just kind of, they can't believe, oh, you know, at one point, you know, I saw a car go across this, the room and it took seven hours. And I had time-lapse photography and it was incredible. And Steve's like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, he, he and then, like, yeah, and then opens the door to the kid's room and there's just chaos. Like the clown is on the bed rolling in circles and the furniture is like moving around the room and they're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> And it's just like so they're normal by that point. That's why it must have been like a week or two that they elapsed in between because they're just so used to it. And also, like, they kind of thought it was a, a hoax. Yes, exactly. And then, and then they kind of thought, well, this is, this is, this is a hoax. They're, exactly. They're like somehow. Yeah. Like when they hear that for the first time, like Caroline through a TV. Yeah. They're like, you know, what could it be? Could it be a uh, transistor? Could it be uh, a radio? Yeah. And even Doctor Lash, she's like, "No, no, this is this is real." Don't hope. Yes. She tells them flat out, "This is real." And they're trying to pinpoint where the sound's coming from, and they can't. No, they can't because it's it's not yeah. coming from anywhere in that. House. That's another thing I like. That's other movies kind of skip. Yes. They're so like in the new nowadays movies. They're like, "Yep, yeah, this is all real." We have yes. no. Um, our, our beliefs don't waver. Yes. Or in this, they're like, okay, let's try and eliminate all the possibilities until we get the impossible. Exactly. And another thing I love about this movie is that it happens so often. And I know it's a trope where, like, one of the main characters sees something they can't explain and they try to tell another main character, and the main character's like, psh, you crazy. But in this one, Diane shows Steve the chair going across the kitchen. And he's immediately on her side. Like, there's none of that doubt. There's none of that, oh, you're just being crazy. It's like, oh, shit's fucked up. Oh, what do we do? Yeah, like, like, what do we do? He's looking at the 
chair. And yeah. Trying to figure out what he's feeling around yes. for like, you know, it's, it's, it's a train. And then the daughter moves and like, fucking whoa. whoa yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and then they go to the neighbors and ask, you know, do you have any, and they're trying to go. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, these crazy. mosquitoes are kind of bad. Uh, so, by the way, weird happening. Yes. Weird how? Wow, it's been moving. No, you're doing okay. Which you know, these this is the coolest parents ever. Yes. They are really, like they are in bed. They're they're rolling up doobies or yes, they're reading books. Their kids are doing whatever they want. Yeah. Um, it's just such a, it's a really good family dynamic. It is. It's a great yeah. family dynamic. Love it. Yeah, they're, it, they're an adorable family. I feel like that's, they almost did that to make you feel worse for them. You yeah. know, they're not like strict parents, you know, they're not mean to their kids. They don't hate their kids. They're just a normal everyday family that loves each other, that they all have vices and, you know, they're just living their best life until all this happens. Yeah. Like when they're trying to get a hold of uh, Caroline. Yes. Uh, when, when she's like, with her little tooth with uh, yes. the uh, closet. Um, Tangina, she's asking which one gives up the punishment, which is the more stern. And she's like, well, Stephen does sometimes. Yeah. And she's like, well, well, talk to him. Talk to her like you're mad. He's like, well, okay. Yeah. And kind of starts getting, yeah. It's like, like talk to you with a spanker. So he's like, I don't spank her. Yes. And she's like, well, do it anyway. Yeah, say it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Get mad at her. Let her know that you're exactly. And, and I, I just get like, he's like he never is doubtful of her. Exactly. Yeah. Um, same with Robbie. Although mm -hmm. he gets ignored after he gets eaten by, yeah. by a tree, they walk past him. He's covered in blood and yes. and he's just standing there like um, <laughs> I'm having How? a hard time. Yeah. Too. Where's Caroline? Yeah. Where's Caroline? Yeah. Yes. Tree, yeah. Eating. Help! Help! <laughs> oh, poor guy. Jeez Louise. Well, what would you rate this movie, Nick? Four and a half. Interesting. A really good movie. Yeah. Uh, a few of the effects are dated. But yes. It's it's all around. It's a and like you said, it's a bit of a drags a little bit. Yes. Yes. Each each um each act has a bit of a slow spot. Mm-hmm. But. It's not that long. Yes. And it, it's mostly just for plot and exactly. um, explanation. Yes. Uh, but it's I like really like this movie. It's a good one. It is. Uh, it deserves to be recognized as one of the better horror movies out there. For sure. Uh, the sequel is pretty good. Third one. I've never seen any of either I, I, of the sequels. I've seen the third one. Okay. I've not seen the third one. I own the second one. The second one's pretty good. Okay. It kind of is a continuation of the first one. Oh. Uh, third one, I... I don't know. I haven't seen that. Okay. But, um, you know, these are great, good movies. Mm -hmm. Good series. They did a remake. It was okay. It was, didn't have the same feel sure. as the first, as the original. I believe that. But they kind of, they kind of focus more on the clown for some reason in the, in the remake. Interesting. Instead of the TV and the static, it was like a clown. I think it was around It. Oh. Uh, okay. And, uh, Hmm. It's not terrible, but it's it's just missing the, the heart that the first the original one had. Had okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah, I'd probably give it a three point five for like every reason I just stated. That like 
within the last hour. <laughs> I just, it's, um, it is a really good movie. Um, it's like, I would recommend people to watch it. It's just such a classic and you hear the classic lines and the acting is great. But yeah, it's just some of the effects didn't age as well, and it is a little draggy, and but it's fine. It's a, I would still watch it. Oh, like, this is my second time watching it. I would happily watch it again. If somebody's like, hey, have you seen Poltergeist? I would be like, hell yeah, but let's watch it again. <laughs> but it's just like, even when I watched it before, I didn't find it, and I know it's supposed to be scary, but I just didn't find it particularly scary anymore. I, I was going to bring that up, how it's yeah. as a horror movie... It's not terribly scary. The, no. most, the most scariest parts is with the, uh, the the beast. Yes. That's where you get spooky, and the, the trees, and just the... Yeah. Um, who are like clowns, that'll yep. happen a lot. Yep. Uh, but there's nothing really, no jump scares. No. Um, back in the day, I'm sure when the skeletons were popping up, the corpses, that would have scared some people. Absolutely, yeah. Um, just, I like how when you hear... Caroline, you're talking, or there's someone here. Yeah. Um, get away from me. Help, help. Like, that kind of puts you on edge, too. Exactly. Not so much scare, but it makes you very uneasy. Yes. Like, Anytime you hear a kid screaming for help, you're like, ooh. Yeah. 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 I, um, I was on TikTok, obviously. I don't do anything else with my life. And there was this... Have you heard of those people going rando nodding? Have you yeah. heard of it? So basically, there's an app, and you put it in, and um, you you just uh, like sign up for it, and it gives you a random location, like um, coordinates near your house, and um, there some of them have been like haunted and stuff. So this one, I was watching this one, and they went to, they took them to a car in the middle of the woods by their house, and he's like recording it, obviously, and. He's like finds this old rusted out car and then like kids toys inside the car and he's literally just like standing there. It's him and his friend and they're just standing there or whatever and all of a sudden you hear this huh and I'm like ah! <laughs> that's so fucked up. I heard of it this. is so scary. Look up random nodding on there's like literally three or four days ago. Um, these two kids were doing it in Seattle and they found a body in a suitcase. I'm, I about that. That's, that that's what they were doing. They were random nodding. I know. Cause, and lots of people have said that like, it takes you to haunted places and whatnot. Hmm. So yeah, it's really messed up. <laughs> I know it's so cool, but it's so creepy. And that's like, that's the kind of feelings that I feel when I watch like these sort of haunted movies. Yeah. Is they're just like, oh, you just get that dread, like you know something bad is going to happen. And especially with kids. Like if I was in the middle of a fucking forest and I heard a kid be like, help, I'd be like, nope. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Sadly, there's no major or any kill the flicks. Except right. Except for the <laughs> one which is Tweety the Bird. Yeah. He, uh, he kicks it right in the, almost the first scene of the movie. Yeah. He, um, dies of natural causes, I guess. I would assume. I, I, think, I, I actually think don't was, know. I think it was due to the ghosts. Yeah. That's my opinion. And then they bury him in the backyard in the flower garden, and that's about it. That's the only death in the movie. Yeah. Well, we see when they're uh, trying to dig up for the pool, his, his uh, yes. little coffin gets Yeah. <laughs> 
kind of Move. unburied. <laughs> which is kind of a good little, I never thought until now, it's more of a allusion. It's a little bit of foreshadowing yeah, there, yeah. It totally is. Yeah. I never thought of that until now. R.I.P. Tweety. So, <laughs> next week. Yay! What are we watching? We're watching one of your favorite movies, I know yes. for sure. And also, like I'm, again, I've talked to death. I'm a huge Arnold fan. We're watching Predator next week. Yes. Yay! I love this movie. It's not the biggest horror movie, but there's some pretty graphic kills. Yes. There's some just spooky, you know, the look of the Predator. Yes. Um, it does fall under the subcategory of horror, so screw it. We're watching Predator. Yeah, because it's our podcast and we can do whatever we want. Right. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, it's... um. Some of my favorite Arnold lines are in this movie. Yes. <laughs> I'm uh, some that I say at work all the time. Sorry, everybody at work. Um, <laughs> Kill me now! <laughs> what are you waiting for? I'm right here. <laughs> do, it, do it now! Do it now! <laughs> Kill me! Come on, do it! We're gonna have fun. I cannot wait for this one. Me neither. It's I've watched it very recently and I'm just ready to watch it again. I love it. Oh my gosh. And on that note, thank you for joining us. This episode was brought to you by our executive producer Ichabod. We hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast. Instagram at Horgasm, Twitter at Gasm Horror, and YouTube at the Horgasm Podcast. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you. Plenty of orgasms for you to experience. 